0: So I've been watching a lot of QI, which is a British show. So I'd never seen it in the States and I wish I had had it, but it stands for quite interesting. Oh, cool. And the old host is a guy called Stephen Fry and he's really nice. He's like a peer though. So he's I've heard very, very
1: cool. People have like referenced the show a lot of times.
0: It's so interesting. If you remember my Babylonian math fact. Interesting? <laughs> it's quite interesting, believe it or not. Um, but if you remember yes, my math. Babylonian math fact, that was a QI fact. Huh. Um, But he keeps like he always intros QI as good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. And he says it like a bunch of times. And so I keep wanting to do it. But the problem with it is that you just end up saying like GDV. So you're just like good evening. evening, evening, And you can't you can't do it as well as he can. So my attempt at it was good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. And it's You're doing great, sweetie. At Stephen Fry, teach me how you do that. (laughs) Yeah, Stephen, hit
1: us up. I'm sure you're listening right this moment, actually.
0: Yeah. I'm Hannah. I am Emma. And this mini of the TCT, the transcontinental tea, is going to be something that I can't believe I agreed to. You know, some would say, Hannah, why would you do this? And I will tell you, it is for the content, nothing but the content. So <laughs> help me God. Um, <laughs> I, I don't really drink, and I have actual alcohol. So yeah. in this seemingly subtle, calm teacup, it's actually wine. How yeah, exciting. Mold I just have
1: a straight up like actual glass meant for alcohol with alcohol. So yeah, but you
0: have like a retiree like I drink from nine a.m. kind of cocktail going on. What do you have?
1: I have now. Normally, I would use ginger ale for this, but we don't have any, so I use Seven Up, and we use the Red Stag cherry bourbon in this house. So I have it mixed with that in this house. In
0: this, house, we will use Red Stag, Stag cherry bourbon. <laughs> like one of those plaques on the wall
1: <laughs> this yes like the live left love but for alcoholics mm-hmm. um in <laughs> an orange slice so that's the vibe i'm on it, it's we do this in old fashions a lot here
0: so mm-hmm. i love that. I'm very for, scholarly i would have said you but it's we so y'all i love that for y'all i love that for y'all <laughs> so Emma, uh, this is actually your brainchild but before we get into truth or drink mm-hmm. I've also prepared a game because just, I will not be outdone. This is, um, game <laughs> it, it is literally gameception. When you think you're done with the game, the game Wrong. starts. <laughs> and the first Grinch reference of the day. If any of you are playing Truth or Grinch, please take your first drink.
1: <laughs> um, honestly, there's gonna be a lot of opportunities in the next episode.
0: So a lot of opportunities. The one that we're recording about so, this. Yeah. So we are. Eventually going to do a main sewed, but we're actually not going to do that much Christmas content. And some of you might be thinking, Hannah, Emma, Hanema, or I'm Hannah, as we've affectionately. Or Emma,
1: a- you like do the ah at the end. You should it's just make
0: it be all of her name. Like this is the problem with Emma and any couple name. She's like, if you just like make it my name and then add one or two <laughs> letters, it's perfect. It's fine, like, but those letters are silent, so it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> The Z is actually silent (laughs) in (laughs) this time, so we're not going to do like a bunch of kitschy Christmas stuff. We have a slight nod, if you will, to Christmas in the main episode of this week. It's kind of like a what's up nod that you do to people that you don't really want to talk to. Yeah, it's not quite like a, oh my gosh, it's so nice to see you. It's more like a, so. So. Um, But we're not going to do In My Game, which is a word association game. Uh, we are not going to do a bunch of Christmas words. You might be thinking, where's the eggnog? Where's the Yuletide? Well, it, well, it ain't coming. Those are predictable, um, so. 2020, so really, are you shocked?
1: <laughs> I will say that I'm nervous for this game because I overthink literally everything about my life. So to just say the first thing that comes to mind, the first thing that's like actually going to come to mind is going to be
0: like, what should I think of? So. Right. so for those of you who haven't played a word association game before, basically it's literally... I will say a word and then Emma will say the first word that comes to her mind. That's true. Now, typically that works with normal humans where they say one word. Emma will probably say five to six. <laughs> um, a
1: sentence. To
0: <laughs> so what I think of, <laughs> not, how this, not how this game works. So if you'd like to play along at home, just say a word in the space that Emma will be overthinking in and then see what she says.
1: <laughs> see It's going to be like an easy out to be able to think. So I appreciate you. There you go
0: okay Hannah, are you ready wait, to
1: start like, so ready yes okay
0: the fair sport life death <laughs> mine was cereal <laughs>
1: <laughs> life cereal is like a video <laughs> <laughs> Weird are thinking that like oh okay
0: all right dance tango nice Thanks. mine was party <laughs> <laughs> i
1: was thinking very like havana nights journey dancing was really havana,
0: oh no 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 are you ready for the next one? Okay. Office. Party. Nice. <laughs> I was like, Emma's version of office is going to be trope personality type. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: quick sidebar The office and watching the office and liking the office is not a personality.
0: At this portion of the show, if you've also been counting the number of times that Emma rants about this, you may also take a drink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's twofold Grinch <Grinch/grinch>. slash.
0: <laughs> it's a great drinking game. <laughs> And it's all about Emma, so she very much. I grew. love it. Pineapples. SpongeBob. I was like, decorates <laughs> okay. denim. Jeans. Jacket. Okay, we're close. <laughs> Men. Gross. Shambles.
1: <laughs> Cold. Topic. <laughs> Um, quick other sidebar because it's Sidebar Nation before we actually get into the mini-Zone. This is Sidebar Nation. Um, it It'd a- be
0: a really annoying country. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't want to live here. Sidebar. I think it's done. <laughs> <laughs> so every press conference is just like, oh, that makes me think. And then the
0: just goes off. Just so many segues.
1: But I was at a mall not too long ago. And- because you
0: hate yourself and you want to get COVID? <laughs> exactly.
1: I wore a mask and I practiced as much social distancing as possible. I, I didn't like contact. any windows. <laughs> I have the antibodies, so for myself I'm not worried. But anyway, I walked by a hot topic and it was like the line was like stupid long outside of it. I was like, is this still relevant? That's it's
0: awesome. like a mecca.
1: Nuts. Okay. Anyway,
0: aggressive eyeliner has not yet gone out of style. Stay tuned. Oops. We're all praying. <laughs> We're all watching everyone. Mind,
1: please, come through.
0: Please. All right. Top. Bottom. Uh, I was like, cute. <laughs> cute top. Jim, <laughs> Yay. Shark.
1: Ugh, get out.
0: <laughs> Pants. Off. I was like, suit. <laughs> I went Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you went Bill Clinton. <laughs> Big facts. Really
1: just that's our personality so what a vibe
0: <laughs> soft hard serve
1: okay. i'm really trying not to be like <laughs> obvious about my options here but i'm trying You're coming try- up with literally the easiest <laughs> i know i'm to try trying to be like because i know otherwise i'm going to sit here and be like uh... so okay. from this point on in the game i don't have any way have left but i will actually consider
0: my answer which i think is what you're not supposed to do for the game I was really expecting some random outbursts and I haven't gotten that yet. So I'm going to provide for you. Okay. Tall. Personality. Okay. Let me explain my thinking. <laughs> let me explain. <laughs> Much like
1: the office, many people use their height
0: as their personality. What, what height would you like to date, Emma? What, what's your requirement as it were? Um,
1: I wouldn't say requirement. I have been known to accept five, 10 and above.
0: You're just gonna lie.
1: Um, my preference here we are is at least six three.
0: Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to my TED talk. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. You be like, word? it doesn't matter how tall you are. All that about is your personality. And then be like, you know, what? I have a actually You were my height before though,
1: well, only five six. I dated a five six man, and then he rejected me. So.
0: Yeah, but you would have rejected him eventually. So no, just-
1: he's projecting clearly. So. <laughs>
0: All right. Gang. Bang. (laughs) I knew you were going to do that with this one. (laughs) You know what my answer was? I don't know. Sub New York with Martin Scorsese. (laughs) Gangs of New York. (laughs) I mean, that's a great film.
1: Tropic. Anna. Thunder. (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Master. What? Master. Master? Like the word is master i cannot explain it any further to you unless you'd like me to use it in a sentence
1: um bdsm
0: and commander also a great film
1: i never seen it it's good sorry
0: i think it's russell Crowe. who doesn't I like Russell right. Crowe? <laughs> danish gilmore girls cherry <laughs> yeah
1: we were on the same track there
0: yeah we were right there apple
1: Um, nothing. It's blank. (laughs) I have nothing! An apple apple came to my mind, like the photo of an apple. Um, fleshy. Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) Danger. Uh, my type. Will Robinson. (laughs) And that's the end of the word association. (laughs) My type. Danger's my middle name. All right, Simba.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was watching one someone posted like a a clip of them doing a a podcast episode and they were playing word association. And the guy said, okay, here's the word Christmas. And the other guy goes,
0: boys (laughs) lost. (laughs) And it was so funny. What is a Christmas boy? That sounds very sex (laughs) trafficking. It's time. It is time for the truth or the drink. Truth or drink. For those of you who were raised in Iowa is a game (laughs) where you either have to answer a question that makes you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or one must invite. Now this is an entirely Emma devised game. So I am now handing over to the game master herself, the game maker. I can't remember the guy from hunger games, but that, that guy. Oh gosh.
1: Um, We referenced it in another episode. Seneca crane. Yeah. But what was his like title game maker? Oh, okay. I thought that was like the part you weren't sure you were trying to reference. Not the name of the guy. No, no,
0: no. His name, Seneca Crane was the first one.
1: Who ended I up can't remember
0: who Phillips. Yeah. I can't remember who Philip Seymour Hoffman's guy was.
1: Yeah. Well, he died. IRL. You're looking all confused.
0: No, I know. I'm thinking of his name and it's not no, coming I have to me.
1: No idea. I've <laughs> read, the, I read the books like once and then they got so much hype after that that I was like a little
0: put off. I've never read the books. I watched the movie. Unpopular opinion. I like watching movies a lot more than reading the books that reference them. So if you put a gun to my head and you say, choose book or movie, I won't read the book and I will watch the movie.
1: Mm, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah,
0: that's why we work.
1: Yeah. Oh, together. Oh, cute couple moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So in this truth or drink, I have devised three categories. And within the categories, Jeopardy style, there are three different questions. Kind of. So the titles are like Jeopardy style, but then like I did this at like 4.30, so I was like having trouble coming up with a true Jeopardy style game. So it's Jeopardy-esque. It has a dash Only of the episodes.
0: finest content.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, three categories, three different questions. One of which I tried to like think of what would Hannah not want to answer.
0: So she might long list. <laughs> <That's laughs>
1: I feel like I will answer anything. So-
0: That's what I'm wondering is that the true question mark is, have you come up with anything that you don't want to answer?
1: Um, kind of.
0: We'll do a wild card round and I'll ask you some. That's a good idea. I feel
1: like it's too hard for me to come up with something I won't want to answer because I'm. I know.
0: I thought about that about four seconds ago and I was like, (laughs) we will do a wild card.
1: But my beverage is at the ready just in case. Just in case. There she is. Okay.
0: In In case I tricked myself.
1: (laughs) 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 Betrayal. (laughs) Betrayal. (laughs) Betrayal. Jail. Um, the first of the three categories is titled, on this date in history, wink, date, okay. <laughs> I think I see what you did there. <laughs> is it? Is it? Okay. Um, uh, Hannah, for me, would you please describe your very worst sexually intimate experience? Are you going to do it?
0: I want to. I just, I have to be careful because... <laughs> Listen, it, it's not a terribly long list of people that I've been with. So um, <laughs> the details might instruct the person <laughs> as to who they are. So I'm going to I don't try think that to. bet he's listening if it's who I think he is. I don't I'm going to try to paint a, a slightly darker picture than there is. Okay. I think it was a summer day. <laughs> <laughs> was- I was actually with Emma at the beginning of this day and said, human. He was a boy, human. But <laughs> <laughs> Um, of the human race (laughs) (laughs) said guy met us at like a park or something and the rest of the day I don't really remember but it involved like guitar playing and discussion and I was in the phase of my life where I didn't find that completely abhorrent um trust me it was a short phase but here we are so I go back to my place with him I I still don't remember how that happened maybe you can fill in the details afterwards because I really don't but my place at that time was student accommodation. So it was like a dorm, a room (laughs) bed with kitchen. (laughs) Like there, there wasn't a lot to it. And basically rather than describe for you the act itself, I'm going to describe in a short poem, (laughs) the feelings. I can't wait. Pain, dry pain, dry heaving pain. All there was, was pain. I thought it was done. And then there was pain. I prayed for rain. All I felt was pain. Thank
1: you. Robert Frost, amazing. I, got, I know I need to switch my career. Um, I, was, I had a feeling that that would be the one you've selected. Granted, I don't know all of your sexual exploits, so I could have been wrong. But
0: there aren't I, that many, so you know most of them.
1: I, I do remember that day and Hannah being like, "Um, I like really want to like hang out with him later." She's like, "Hang hey, out with him later," and I was like, "You should do whatever you want to do." And there wasn't first. You should a, have stopped me. Well, you there was mean. a first. Like I was like. I think we were both like excited to hang out with him. And then like at one point I was just like, meh. And Hannah was like, no, I still really want to like hang out with him. And I was like, okay. And then immediately after he left, she was like, oh no. <laughs> I do remember. It was, it, was bad. it was a great day.
0: Yeah. I'd like to also preface this with this was when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Or possibly 20, depending on what happened. Don't remember. But about 19. And my life skills especially decision making had not yet evolved in my brain so this was not like fully adult hannah decides to do this this was like oh my gosh maybe he likes me maybe he'll write me a song and then we'll like fall in love just like a movie no that's not what happened no and also if said song had been written it would have become abhorrent to me because of the pain please refer to previous (laughs) song Read the poem.
1: <clears throat> um, I might cut this to two questions per category because I feel like the mini is turning really not so many <laughs> as time goes on. <laughs> okay. For myself, the worst intimate experience would be the mere sodomization that I experienced. So that really sucked. <laughs> Which was this? <clears throat> My second boyfriend. Okay. Having sex and he was like, not great total jackrabbit it wasn't enjoyable at all in general but this time it was particularly awful because he exited fully and then went back the wrong direction and when I tell you that I thought that my insides were falling out I'm not exaggerating
0: this I happened crawled to, me. to the bathroom I was just like uh like it wasn't a frat party but it, it was a frat party like it was an adult frat party this happened to me it was the most painful thing I've ever experienced.
1: It, I nothing compares to it at all that I can think of to date. Okay, here is my next question for on the state and history. Okay, would you have reconsidered? A significant other will include Luke in this. Had okay. your family had a significant opinion in opposition?
0: Yes. So, I'm going to do kind of an abridged story about this because. Part of the thing is like, I'm happy to talk about most of my life, but I also want to be kind to people. Suffice it to say, one of my parents has substance abuse issues and had them since I was like 12. And to be fair, like it happened because their parent like had a traumatic medical diagnosis and it just like broke them and they're human. Mm -hmm. And my other parent has been married like multiple, multiple times, not like twice, like multiple times. So I love them and I value them, but they're not the voices that I look to for yeses or nos in that sense. Mm -hmm. It would depend on what type of issue it was and what they were concerned about. But if it was just like, I don't like them, I probably wouldn't put more than a little bit of salt on it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, if my dad didn't like them, I would just brush it off because like, you don't really know me super well so you can't really know like my significant others um but if my mom and my stepdad didn't like them I would think very long and hard about that because I feel that they are good judges of character and have an objective third party opinion
0: yeah I think the other thing is one of my parents is super supportive which is almost a bad thing so like I've had guy friends before this like Basically, they were like, stay tuned. Um, But they were like, oh, can you take care of my daughter? And I'm like, excuse me? I am a fully grown woman. I buy all my own stuff. I have my own credit card debt. Thank you. I do not (laughs) need, (laughs) it's all mine. I don't need you to like entrust me with a couple of goats, to some random guy that you met 12 minutes ago. So Yeah. Mm. Grain of salt either way.
1: Okay, next question and final question on this date in history. Of all of the things you have done for Guy's affection,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what is the craziest?
0: That's gonna take some deep thinking. Why don't you give your answer? Cause I need to think.
1: <laughs> like- um, I think that this could go either way. I could either do like one specific action which I think would take more thought or I could just say, I have definitely changed myself completely as a person. And have been zero percent myself because I have been in relationships where I needed to earn affection, and to earn that Mm. affection, I had to be what they wanted.
0: I think it's like a toss up between. I listened to like six bands that I pretended to like, like their whole discography, and I was like, "Oh, I love that song. That song makes me feel so..." uh, and like listening to them as I'm typing to him, like a crazy person, or. I've driven really far distances for like an evening out that didn't go anywhere with like the weird absurd hope that somehow like me being there he'd be like I see you I choose you (laughs) like
1: (laughs) Um, I have like googled things men have referenced to me multiple times (laughs) to know what they're talking about so that I don't have to pretend that- Oh my like, gosh, I
0: am obsessed with Faulkner. <laughs> I'm like,
1: <laughs> well, I know Faulkner but like if they reference a very niche portion of insert you know, topic here, I have most definitely Googled that and been like, and I like, sometimes like an article like, about controversial things will come up and I'm like, can you believe like this isn't that about this thing? Like, here's how I felt about it. And the whole time, I'm just like, I had no idea what this was until this very moment. So-
0: Yeah, the problem with that is then you have to keep liking it. So if you don't actually like that stuff, gross.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next category, and the title is almost a misnomer. You're gonna think I mean something else, but it's called "Let's Get Physical." And physical, physical. physical. Um, I don't know about you, but I have done some really dumb things at the gym before for specific reasons. So I'd like to know what the dumbest thing you have done for attention at the gym is.
0: Worn a sports bra without a shirt on top. Wow, I'm really
1: getting crazy over there.
0: <laughs> I gotta say, I kind of did the opposite at the gym, so I am very like, don't look at me, don't look at me, don't look at me. Like I, I don't like male attention at the gym. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. So I've never done anything. I will tell you an embarrassing gym story. So I had these leggings from Victoria's Secret that were great leggings, like very comfortable, very nice, and I wore them to the gym one day and. Unbeknownst to me, they were not squat proof anymore. (laughs) And so I keep seeing this guy who looks like a fetus, like he was not very old, he was not like in any way attractive looking at me. And I'm like, oh no, he's gonna tell me I'm beautiful and I don't have time for (laughs) this. Like, ugh, get out, like, stop staring at me. so of course he comes over and I'm like oh my god is there anywhere I can run or hide or can I put like a plate on my head like is there anything that I can do to stop this interaction <laughs> from happening <laughs> and no so he comes over and he goes I don't want to bother you and I'm like okay <laughs> I'm like I'm not interested in things so in my head <laughs> yeah so he's like your um your leggings aren't squat proof and of course I was doing legs that day and I was like <laughs> No. I was like, thank you so much for <laughs> I like quickly ran. Oh no. I tried to make like a gentle exit, but it was very hmm. run for the hills.
1: I've had a man tell me that and I said, okay, and I kept going.
0: We are different people. <laughs> we are the most <laughs>
1: um, I'm gonna say I have done a slew of stupid things among them.
0: Let's talk about Fleo shorts and just leave
1: that. <laughs> still those. I still represent Fleo.
0: For those of you who don't know what Fleo is, first of all, Google it. And second of all, it's F-L-E-O. It's kind of like underwear, but brighter colors.
1: I love it. (laughs) I will say that I have a great range of motion in those shorts. I'm
0: sure you do. Being naked is really easy to move. I
1: think so, too. (laughs) I look good in them. I like them. I'm going to keep doing it. But I have done things like worn giant hoop earrings, full, full beat face,
0: Oh, I didn't think about that. I've worn makeup up to a lot of gym sessions. That's the dumbest thing I've ever done. So stupid.
1: Yeah. Um, I've also like, done very specific always. exercises in front of very specific people. So
0: I've never done that. No, no,
1: But I <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Um, of all, so Instagram is a great source for really crappy workouts. And I'd like to know which is the stupidest one you've taken to heart and done at the gym.
0: Most of the Instagram workouts I've done have been nice.
1: I can't relate because I used to do that thing with the hip flexor thingy. What's the inductor machine? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Oh, abductor and adduction, like abduction and adduction. Yeah. So I used to basically lean off the machine if you're doing it right and like air squat and close your legs repeatedly or try to push your legs open repeatedly.
1: Frontwards and backwards.
0: I'm like frontwards and backwards. Wow. Um, First of all, backwards what
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly that's what i (laughs) say
0: um so the one thing that it's not from instagram but they have this thing called a jacob's ladder at my gym and like you have no idea um (laughs) and and so i know that machine and i'm like no no one does not climb ladders because it is not like a normal ladder it's like a ladder that wants to murder you Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so it's like we go fast now and you're like murderous intent. Yes. Yeah, it does. It does. Um so there was this stairmaster and it had like a little clip on and I was like like an extra safety measure. <laughs> I don't that. Okay. okay. So I go to step on it and it's a self-paced one and it's like climbing Everest with bricks on your back and someone shouting at you. Like it is so difficult and I was literally like I was on it and I was like it's not turning on. Oh, no. This woman came over to me, bless her. She came over to me, and she's like, Just so you know, you have to like hook that little belt on and then it will like self-pace. And I'm like, What? That's not how stairmasses work. <laughs> I know <laughs> what I'm <you're> doing. <laughs> Let me tell you, on here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the YouTube reference
1: oh, I was so waiting for there to be a moment to reference that and it really just Good, right
0: um no but I was just thankful because I was embarrassed you know when you don't know how to use something at the I gym that leave. you're trying to use That's but you're goal. too committed no I spent like four minutes over there so I was like no we are doing something no you so can act, act
1: like her. it's broken get frustrated then leave the gym ah, broken <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: just throw a dumbbell <laughs> um <I don't> know. <laughs> I, I did exactly like two and a half minutes on this death machine. And then I was like, <gasps> done. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: I think yeah. the second dumbest thing I've ever done at the gym from IG gurus is kickbacks on the Stairmaster. Mm. It's not, it's not a stretch. To for you. I mean, yeah, but it's not going to give you glutes. So let's okay. just drop that pretense of like, this is the same as doing lunges. It's not. <laughs> it's not fun. No. Nah. Okay. Last question of let's get physical if given the chance in whatever parallel universe you need to reside in for this to be a thing, would you hook up with one of the trainers at your gym? Never. I 1000% would.
0: They are stinky. And (laughs) to be honest with you, most of them have like really weird hair situations. Like there's like a lot of product or there's like no product. Mm. And then it's like sweat that like, Oh no, there was this one trainer. There was this one trainer at my gym in San Antonio that was like, severely overweight and so weird. it's like embarrassing if you're overweight in like like a modeling scenario where like everybody else is a size two so I'm not talking about plus size models I'm talking about like your job is to be a certain size and then you're like eating a donut but this guy was genuinely like eating a brownie and being like go all push-ups and he was <laughs> like he, you know some guys that like really should not be wearing super like moisture wicking tight oh, shirts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was wearing he wore like superhero ones, so he wore like a Batman one and that's how I picture him on my head permanently. Nice. I'm like,
1: There are so, some trainers and employees alike that I would hook up with at my gym. Okay. And not just this okay. one, like uh, every gym I've ever been to, I can pick out at least two and I would do it in the gym.
0: I could pick out none and I would do it nowhere because I'm not attracted to trainers in any way, shape or form. I respect your decision. Thank you for your
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> I have one final category. And it's called With Friends Like These. Who needs friends? Even. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask you a question about myself that I want you to answer.
0: <laughs> the answer is yes, I like your hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: so <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, of all of my wonderful qualities, and I think we can agree, there are many.
0: Some like, would what? say too many
1: to count. Some would say, Emma, like, you're too humble. And I would say, you're so right. right.
0: <laughs> That's or, the, humblest. <laughs> <laughs> the most humble. Okay. The humblest.
1: <laughs> um, I would like to you know what about me annoys you the most? And remember, okay. you have the option to not answer this question.
0: Yeah, but that would not be fun. Um, <laughs> my answer is actually twofold, and <laughs> you will not be surprised by either of the folds. Okay. Number
1: one. I'm <laughs>
0: The napkin that you call a going out dress.
1: Are we still on this? Yeah.
0: You asked me the most annoying thing. The fact that you own it and that you are convinced that you're going to wear it out is the most annoying thing <laughs> in the what world. Do? Then you're going to eat your words. I'm not because when they pull your body out of the Hudson, I'm going to have to identify you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's going to be sad. The second fold. <laughs> Here's the cheese. We're folding it. I'm excited. Um, the second fold is that you consistently try to convince me that you could live somewhere that I know you can't live. Um, And it's always for a guy. Uh, (laughs) Perfect example. So recently she was kind of just in between guys, like wasn't really into the guy she was online dating, wasn't really talking to anybody in real life because, you know, COVID. So (laughs) um, she started thinking about this guy that she knew in Ohio. And I know that she knows that she could never live in Ohio again. Right. It's a lovely place. It's not what we're made for. It's not. It's not who we are as people. We would not thrive there. We would be very upset, and we would probably try to start a blog about how upset we were. The point being, she spent about two days telling me, Hannah, you know, got it. I can live here I can just be closer to home I can just do all of this stuff I can get along perfectly with this guy that I've met like twice and let me tell you living the Ohio lifestyle of like a small crossover SUV a labradoodle and like a house that I've repainted from its origins in the 50s to be like farmhouse I can be happy there and I'm looking at her in the face as she's just lying to me. <laughs> and, and there's two ways to deal with an Emma spiral. You can fight the storm, you can argue it, and sometimes you do. You know, you're like, no, Emma, I don't think that's the path. And she's like, I know the path. <laughs> or you can just be like Helen Hunt and Twister and let it sweep you. And then once it's done, you can go, hey, hey, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Our girl's here and, uh, <laughs> so how exactly is that romance going she's like oh, I'm going, oh i don't know i feel like oh, we're like different directions like, <laughs>
1: <so> <laughs> that
0: is the most annoying thing
1: um i am fully aware of these things
0: and i Do you approve them. this message <laughs> Yeah, because
1: they're both facts um, I wouldn't and say. And now you get to spend <laughs> Oh really? Well, now that you mention it, um, I wouldn't say there's things that annoy me. I don't think "annoy" is the right word. Um, it annoys me that Hannah has other friends. That annoys me. That's true. It really does bug her. Um, I hate it. It's it takes the attention off of me, and I don't like that.
0: And one of them is also named Emma, and yeah. she had a real problem with it at first. I was like,
1: I'm sorry. You chose to live with someone named Emma and it's not <laughs> <laughs> a question. Just not a question.
0: Does team have a question? Outwardly um, my friend Emma who lives here had a very similar reaction. I think it's like an archetype. Emma's just don't like being in competition with other Emmas.
1: Okay, so well, here's the thing, um, of the tier of Hannah's friends. Here's this Emma, which is me, and then there's this Emma, which is very close, just not as high. Great right <laughs> tier.
0: Cake with like a beautiful top part and like a less sparkly but like so substantial middle part
1: it's a big fact um but i would just like to specify that i am the superior friend of all the friends and i don't like it when hannah is like
0: yeah i'm like you need to agree with me you need to shout yes from the rooftops <laughs> and tell me that i'm your best friend and if you don't the sheep die <laughs> emma you are my best friend. Yes! I win. Me! I love having you as one of my best friends. I swear to God.
1: <laughs> I'm going to psycho you. Can you uh, hear the lamb screaming, Clarice? <laughs> it's just like sirens, like war noises, and it's just a zoom at my face.
0: Okay, what else, though?
1: Oh, gosh. Well, hang on. Let me get my list out. Um.
0: Scroll hits the floor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was preparing. It's 4 p.m. I've been on a roll.
0: Um, I've written these down for years.
1: <laughs> um, I would not call Hannah a judgmental individual. I do feel judgy tones sometimes emanate from Hannah when I tell her things, and yeah, that annoys me.
0: Yeah. The thing about Emma is that she always thinks she's right, which you might think, <laughs> wow, Emma, that's really small minded. Here's the thing. I also always think I'm right. I just do it in like a really <laughs> subtle way. Sometimes. Like, sometimes it's just like, no. I think I'm right. <laughs> sometimes it's like, I understand that you feel that way. And that's so fine that you it's think so that. so <laughs> I told you that you're wrong, but you can just feel in the water that I don't agree. I'm like,
1: great. <laughs> so. But um, I hesitate to say annoyed because I do it too. So she does. We're the same, except where we're not. And then we're like as different as you could possibly be.
0: I think our friendship survived that. So I think that's really good. I
1: think that we're doing so great, sweetie. My next question, which is moving out of us territory. So we're back in safe waters for now. <laughs> Would you, or have you, stay friends with someone longer than you should have because it benefited you in some way?
0: I can only think of one scenario that even comes close. Because I'm I'm a going to say, I wanted to say I'm a cutter and then I'm like, That's a bad thing (laughs) to say. (laughs) I I tend to cut people out before they can cut me out. That's one of the things that I've had to work through both in therapy and in life is that I I tend to get more defensive than offensive. So I'll like close up, close ranks, get a wall up before anybody could hurt me. Mm -hmm. So I tended to end friendships before they even needed to end sometimes. Um, I will say the one scenario that's kind of close is the mutual friend of ours I really was only friends with because Emma was friends with her and it would have been uncomfortable. And then I didn't need to be friends with her anymore, but it was just more drama than it was worth because Emma was still friends with her. So I was cordial and kind, but yeah.
1: I mean, y'all visited with each other without me.
0: So it's like 20 minutes. <laughs> so I think you need to break. It's
1: fine. Um, I was
0: just Emma's totally chill about other friends.
1: <laughs> <just so> fine. <laughs> I love that she has other people interact with. Love that for you. I love it. No, <laughs> just get really close to the screen. Like I'm supporting you. Um, I was thinking of the same friend actually, because no, <laughs> um, I think it was just because it was either that or like not have like a consistent group to hang out with. So that's how it benefited me, even yeah. though it was like it left a lot of, like a sour taste in my mouth when I had to be. Around.
0: We had to go to like, I hesitate to call it a house party. It was like glorified hangout with the, their group of friends. It was genuinely like watching paint dry. It was the most uncomfortable experience, and half the time they were see. This is the thing about this friend is they didn't always insult Emma, but their friends constantly did. So it was like a roast, except no one signed up for it. So it wasn't like a funny roast. It was Which I didn't just like
1: get because it's not like. I don't consider myself an unattractive individual. You're not. Nor was I like, there were no like distinctive qualities about myself at that time that I felt like, I was just like, it was just curious. And I'm like, I wonder what you say about me when I'm not around that like, they feel comfortable saying these things.
0: This is the thing though, is I think any friend who talks smack to you about other people, you have to either really know that you're like their best best friend and that's why they're venting to you or assume that they talk about you like that to other people. Cause there are work people like that for me that like, they bent to me about stuff and I'm like, you must talk so much smack about me when I'm not here.
1: Yeah. You know, one of those people from that group and I, a couple of them actually like they're, they and I are friends now. Like we have no problems with each other. So I'm like, it's just interesting what happens when you remove the toxic.
0: I'm just going <laughs> over here to the side. Don't <laughs> to say about that.
1: Um, yes. So finally, do you think you're a better friend than your friends?
0: I think I am a more invested friend, but I think I am a worse day-to-day friend. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, I am very invested in my friends. So if you are a close friend of mine, like I enjoy giving you gifts, I enjoy spending time with you. I want to talk to you. Blah blah blah. Day to day, I don't need to talk to my best friends every day because, like, I don't have that relationship with most of them. I talk to Emma a lot, but other spend, than right hand. Yeah. So, about this. It's so easy to wind you up. Yes. So I talked to you almost every day mm-hmm. um, or at least weekly. We were not always like this. Nope. So there would be months and months where we wouldn't talk and then we'd jump back on. And for me, that's because I require a lot of alone time. So I don't always think about like, Hey, text this person because I'm not a, oh my gosh, I just woke up. What are you doing? Like, that, that's not who I am. So I text my friends topically, but I'm not like, oh my gosh, it's Wednesday. How are you? Like, So I think I'm a worse day-to-day friend and that I don't constantly check in, mm-hmm. but I am a very invested friend. So like, you, you have to, especially at this stage of my life, you have to really push me out in order for me not to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. If I've put you there.
1: I think I'm the same way. Whereas like, I... I feel bad, but sometimes I'll like ignore a phone call coming in because I'm just in a space of like, I need to unwind by myself right now. Yep. And it's not that I don't care about your problems or anything like that, but I need to be very like focused on my own right now. Um,
0: I then- think that's also why we work because yeah. I would do the same thing. And you know, if it's bad, you call again
1: mm-hmm.
0: right that's away. Cool. And then yeah. you go, oh, it's a problem. And then <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I've never ignored a call twice in a row. So, like, if they call me once at, like, noon and I don't answer, then, you know, I can assume that Say oh, love it's whatever. But if they call me immediately after or late at night, then I'm like, oh, no. So, um, but, yeah, I'm the same way where it's, like, I care about everything about you and everything going on in your life. But, like, I just need some me time right now.
0: Yeah, I really get that. It's time for wild card. So okay. get your drink ready. <laughs>
1: I'm going to take a sip now just for the heck of it.
0: Do it. Um, I've done that a couple times because I really like them all the wine. <laughs> <laughs> of the expensive things that you own clothing-wise slash purse-wise, what is the most expensive thing you own? How much was it? And did you buy it?
1: Okay. Of all of the wearable items that I own.
0: Yeah, not like furniture. Like
1: My most expensive is my Louis Vuitton. It was... I mean, you guys have to understand like the size of this purse. It's like a rectangle. It's not big. It holds my wallet and my phone. It's and my a
0: jeans, glorified and it's mint holder. Like <laughs> it could hold like two hot dogs without big buns. <laughs>
1: like, From what I remember, it was about ballpark. $600. No, I did not buy it. I would never. I would never. I cannot justify that to myself past the age of 23 I can't justify that to myself so no my dad bought me that purse any expensive clothing that I own now anything designer other than like Kate Spade or something like that my dad probably bought for me
0: yeah
1: cute spoiled Uh, brat comments
0: (laughs) I honestly don't own that many expensive things anymore because it's just a phase of my life that's kind of gone like I don't do purses I'm not a purse person um if you know me you know that I am a rich girl (laughs) aren't you witty I
1: um
0: (laughs) the most expensive thing I own now is probably like Sam Edelman shoes which is not that much so uh I bought Steve Madden boots that were like I want to say like 90 on sale Mm -hmm. so that that's kind of where we're at um it's because I don't place value on designer brands and I definitely went through a phase in my life where I did um but I, I don't anymore speaking of the cashmoneys if the scenario so i asked this question and i'll tell a story before you have to answer it there was a girl that i told you about so we definitely both knew her who she was like very pretty um she was um just one of those girls that kind of always looked good she was teeny and she had multiple sugar baby relationships So the sugar baby dynamic is Mm -hmm. sugar daddy, whoever the guy is, he doesn't have to be old, but he is well off and he pays you for your company. So you're basically an escort. Mm -hmm. And I think there's always an implied dot, dot, dot. I don't know to what extent each relationship exists, but like you could register on a website basically and find these people. So she went on like trips with these people. She got clothes from these people. She got her rent paid from these people, blah, 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 blah. My question to you is, If proposed a non murdery sugar baby scenario, because a lot of them are like crazy. (laughs) Yeah. But proposed an actual sugar baby scenario at this point in your life, would you consider it? And what would you, like, what would your only if be?
1: Okay. I do think I would consider it. I know you would. (laughs) And I only say that because of my credit card debt. I'm not interested in receiving material items. I'm not interested in being whisked off to Italy with someone I don't want to go to Italy with, I'll totally go by myself. Send me alone, and I'll go. And I'll send you like some feet pics. There you go. Like if so facto, symbiotic,
0: neutralistic. And talking feet? It's 75 for one and 150 for the pair.
1: <laughs> oh, and that, let me tell you that these are not things that I haven't considered. So you can sell some weird stuff and people will buy it. Um, oh. <laughs> but... I have already sold things about myself and I know how it made me feel. So I'm not sure that my moral well-being is worth it. Mm-hmm. But, and I wouldn't say I have like unmanageable debt. Like it's under 20, it's, it's nothing crazy. Like I could get it done in two years if I like really had the funds to commit to it. But I'm in that weird space right now where it's like, I can either pay my rent or I can put a thousand on my credit card every month. Yeah. Um, I'd like to live in a home and not on a street right now. So I'm gonna opt that way. But that will change once the job changes and everything else. You know, there's a lot of factors here, but in short if a non-murdery sugar daddy was like, hey, I will pay you money if you like talk to me on the phone for an hour every night and, like, send me photos of you. Like, not nude or anything like that. Just, like, living life with the money that you send me. I would absolutely do it.
0: What about spending time together? Like, you have to go on dates. I
1: don't know, man. Because um, they always want loyalty. I don't want to date them. like Unless it's, like, some significantly attractive older man. Which is, like, I think not most of them. Which is why they're doing this to begin with that I'm just not interested. That's just where I fall on it, you know. Not everyone says picky as me.
0: I know you never would. Not in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but I wouldn't even send pictures to a guy that I liked if that helps clarify anything. It's just like unless we're married. <laughs> but unless unless we're in a space where like we're in a completely committed like for life relationship. I've just seen too many people get burned by it. And to me, it's, I don't feel, I wouldn't feel good about myself doing it. So it's like what you were saying with the moral well-being. Like I wouldn't want to put that in my brain and then process that and feel ashamed about it or anything like that. So,
1: you know, I'm, like I said, in other episodes, I'm all for empowerment, however that looks for you. But I feel as a person approaching it with a faith-based mindset, you need to be cognizant of that
0: yeah i just i know
1: for me the world is not up for grabs for you
0: yeah like it would not be empowering my final question of the wild card round okay i'm thinking of these on the spot so you should all feel very privileged because i'm digging deep into my knowledge of emma she wants to trip me up but she can't almost word for word or as good as you can or as well as you can remember what is the most elaborate lie you've ever told a guy (laughs) oh wow Remember, you can drink if you want to avoid the question.
1: Um, I I don't want to avoid it. I just, I don't know that I can pick out my most elaborate one.
0: Dig deep. Take a minute. Do you have one in mind that you want me to? Thoughtful background music. No, but I just know the many stories that I can think of. So I know that there's a nugget of gold in there, you know?
1: (laughs) I don't know about the most elaborate, but I do know that some of the most morally questionable lies that I've told and they center around hospitalizations usually. So I could just say like, oh, my boss called me, but I don't think that's good enough. I think they're gonna question why my boss is calling me on a Saturday afternoon. So what I do instead is pretend to have an immediate family member suddenly collapse and they're in a hospital and oh my God, what hospital? Like I have to get there right now. Like, what are you talking about? And either that or um, a pet issue. If I'm not already with them, the pet one is a little easier to go with because then I can just be like, oh no, I have to put an emergency. Like, that all of my. Um, but then I feel really bad because they're so nice about it. And they ask me about my pets and or family like days later. And then I just have to continue. So sorry, family, you've been
0: hospitalized. At no men of the world. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, so we'll talk about this in an episode of Red Flags. So this will either be after or before, depending on when it gets out. This is going to be a mega mini-sode because there's we just too mad. much gold.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, when I went into the writing this, I was like, oh, it's going to be fine. Let me start answers. But then there was so many segues and sidebars because we are the presidents of Sidebar Nation.
0: And we, we are know. the mayors. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was um, this guy that I sort of dated, almost dated, who was related to a housemate that I had before. And I'd been talking to, I actually talked to Emma about this, but I'd been talking to Emma and then I asked my mom a few things. Like I I tried to talk it out with her, but basically I knew that I didn't like this guy as a like romantic interest. I knew that I really liked him as a friend and I started dating him hoping, you know, for two weeks, hoping that it would grow because he's such a good person. Like he's such a nice person. And it really didn't. And I just like (laughs) I just felt uncomfortable. And so I started having like genuine panic attacks. Like I started having like breathing difficulty. I was crying. I was freaking out. And basically I, I ended up telling him like, I just I don't think it's a good idea for us to date. I think we should stay friends. But the reality was, I don't like you. And I haven't liked you as more than a friend this whole time. And I had a physical reaction when I tried to get over it.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I that though, you know, like, like yeah, it, it was you?
0: a kind, it was a kind omission. I almost that, vomited. <laughs> like I had to pull over my car because I was literally heaving. I was like, <gasps> like
1: <laughs> you know, that is how I felt towards the end of my Mine and my first boyfriend's relationship when I knew it was over, but like I felt bad because they wanted to be over. So it's just a collection of discomfort, and you feel like really guilty. But then there's part of it that's like, well, what if you just give it another like two days? I, I, I went know.
0: to this concert with them, and we went all the way to Houston. And obviously, I stayed in a separate room. Um, I say obviously because I was in my later twenties at that point, so I'd pulled my head out of my butt and I had realized what I wanted from life. Um, so back in the room, I'd like gotten really dressed up and went to the, it was like a concert slash symphony thing and it was beautiful. And there was this pool at the hotel. So we went like the next day and you know how guys sometimes like hold you from behind? Oh no. I was like in fetal position, like almost crying. I was like, this has to end. <laughs> oh,
1: <no. laughs> I want everyone to know if that is how you're feeling when your significant other touches you,
0: leave. Get out, please. <laughs> and much better are we both for it. I mean, yeah, certainly. Yeah, but yeah. it was hard because it was one of the only scenarios in my life that I can remember where I knew that this person liked me, and I genuinely wanted to like them back, and I just yeah. didn't,
1: couldn't. You know, it'd be like that sometimes.
0: Sometimes you don't think life be like a bee. Again. but it do <laughs>
1: it really do okay well
0: we, that's we, that
1: we magnified this many we took it yeah
0: and we there were no drinks stuff. only truths
1: <laughs> we are stone cold sober right now
0: well i don't know i've had a like, glass of mold wine before this I mean, so i'm will- wild <laughs> soon
1: so we're eating fried food for dinner so i'm gonna really need to drink to like not get into my head about that So.
0: ED recovery. (laughs) Um,
1: So anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this mega many. And I'm Emma.
0: I'm Hannah. Oh, now that is Tay. Yay! I like it.